Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, and whatever randomness finds its way on the recording. But let us get started. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars, look at the Star Wars, now I know you want me to stop singing. Hey friends, happy May the 4th, a little bit late on May the 4th getting this out, but hey, welcome. I hope everybody had a really great Saturday, it was also free comic book day, so hopefully everybody got a... Got uh, some free comics from their local comic haberdashery. I unfortunately had to work and I didn't get any free comics. Although I did get a free comic at work. So, uh, yeah, that's not too bad. But hey, how's it going? Star Wars Day and Free Comic Book Day going together. What a, what a crazy, crazy year. Like, lots of things going together. I mean, we just uh, survived Endgame. Well, some people survived. You know, some, some people were not so fortunate, at least in the fictitious realm. But don't worry. No, uh, no spoilers on that front. If you didn't see on Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, the Facebook group, I actually said Monday. Monday is the official. Uh, we're spoilers. That's because the Russo brothers basically said, you know, oh, spoilers are lifted on Monday. So I'm like, well, the internet's not going to care. So I guess, I guess, uh, I'm not going to care uh, about you know the spoilers of Endgame by that point. But of course, Danny has has claimed credit of uh, a whole Endgame spoiler. So that's gonna have to wait till the end of school. That's not even this week coming up. That's the following week. We have finals. So then I'll, I'm gonna hold Danny. This is me holding you to it, Danny. Literally, when your when your finals are, up, we're gonna have to record. We're gonna have to give me time. We're gonna have to come down and we're gonna record all about Endgame. And maybe we'll talk some Game of Thrones too. Of course, there was like the third episode of Game of Thrones, and I won't I won't spoil that either but uh man it was good it was really good the long night it, uh, man it was it was dark and literally quite dark actually shot very very dark but man that was that was a dab gum good episode with all sorts of surprises and fist bump moments I actually saw uh, endgame again and uh just uh man i saw it with heather and my sweet heather she she cried a lot of times when i'm at these movies and i'm like they're sad when i watch dumbo i'm like people are supposed to be crying and i'm not crying but i guess i'm just not a big crier i cried when my buddy sean died like last year and i guess i got it all out of my system so it'll be like another five to ten years before i'll get a good crying but don't don't worry that's oh that's okay you know sometimes uh sometimes sad things happen in the world and you feel like crying and whether whether you're successful or not you know it happens and uh i guess uh, that's sort of a good segue and i wanted to record i was actually thinking about just throwing up a comic book movie defenders with me and danny one that we recorded because you know i'm in the the final week or so like 10 days and counting of this semester of grad school being done i'm like man i don't have time and i don't want to spoil endgame and what the heck am i going to talk about and i was like oh i got this episode that me and danny recorded so i can just use that but i was like man i there's stuff i do want to talk about not necessarily news per se or any of the television i watch and yes so yes i did i did watch television i did did read comics and i did still find time for grad school stuff in fact i should probably actually i got some grad school stuff done tonight and i should be going to sleep because i have to wake up early but hey i'm recording an episode for you guys and getting it up on may the 4th let's see if i can finish this and actually get it up before it's officially midnight so i'll have successfully met my goal yata we shall see time will tell but uh time is something that's that's a uh, finite 
And uh, if you if you did not hear, I'm sorry to be the one to break this to you, but on a on a, a show called Laugh It Up Fuzzball, it has to be mentioned. Rest in power, Peter Mayhew. Uh, all of us Star Wars fans and and just fans of him in general lost lost a gentle giant in the form of Peter William Mayhew, who died at the age of 74 of a heart attack in Texas, surrounded by loved ones. Um, and man, it's just sad. It, Chewbacca is my main man cousin. As uh, I think I put up a picture on my Instagram at Wookie Ride if you want to join. But uh, you can literally see I've got a little thing on the side of my wall that says Chewbacca is my co-pilot, and. Uh, a character I've always, always connected to. I, I, I don't, from a young age, I always, I, I joke with people, and I'm sure I've talked about it here on the podcast. I liked Chewbacca before, like, it seemed like everybody liked Chewbacca, and now Chewbacca is, like, the coolest thing ever, and you can find stuff from everywhere, and I appreciate that, because I love all things Chewbacca. It's really great when people give me Chewbacca stuff. But uh, I liked them when it and wasn't everywhere. They were like, oh, yeah, you like Chewbacca. You know, people, you like the walking dog. Like, fuck you. He's not a walking dog. He's Chewbacca. He is the, the mighty Wookiee Chewbacca. It is unwise to upset a Wookiee. You know, Wookiees rip your arms off when you cheat on hollow chests. They just do amazing things. And Peter Mayhew brought this character to life since 1977 just such an amazing man seven foot three at his at his tallest uh he did have marfan syndrome a lot of people say he had gigantism he didn't he had marfan syndrome uh, and that is why he was so tall but super man that's crazy tall uh he is survived by his wife angie and he has three children all of them actually close uh close in age to to my oldest oldest uh kiddo okay hey if you're listening love you kiddo but uh yeah, survived by his family and, you know, got got his big break, if you will, like on this movie called Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger in 1977. He was he was cast as the Minotaur because uh, he was he was a giant of a man. Huge, right? Seven foot three. And of course, George Lucas cast him in Star Wars because he needed somebody taller than David Prowse. who was like six, three, six, four. So he needed somebody that would even make Darth Vader not look like a giant and and he casts this this giant of a man you know originally or actually I'm thinking David Prowse he might have even been taller he might have been like six foot six anyways that's besides the point seven foot three much taller I'm actually uh six foot six foot three most days when I'm six foot four if I'm standing tall I work uh, with a couple guys that are a little bit taller than me one of them six foot seven actually Brendan if you're listening hey big baby <laughs> but uh when I'm standing next to next to this one guy he's only three inches taller than me but man you could tell like yeah it's nice to feel regular size and so from six six to seven three like that that's a whole lot of inches nine if you want to do some math but uh yeah just a, a huge giant of a man and like han solo and chewbacca you just you, it's iconic you know those guys together han never flies solo he flies flies with chewbacca and there are so many great stories and uh and Chewbacca just there is no Star Wars to me like without without the co-pilot Chewbacca there really isn't you see him and it, it's just it makes sense you know and it's just amazing Peter Mayhew like didn't he didn't just put on a suit and like lumber around like he actually did research he researched like the behavior of different animals like gorillas and monkeys and bears and brought that to it and I mean there's like a famous George Lucas quote where basically saying, you know, he he had he was a Wookiee, he had a big heart, he was gentle nature, always let him win, and uh, it's just 
so amazing. I've, I've heard some really great stories, you know, because, of course, uh, he didn't have any dialogue because of the, the Wookiee noises. You know, the famous was actually a, a bunch of different uh, sound effects put together. And you can actually look up online. I don't have that in front of me, what all the different animals were. But uh, I've heard stories of that. Actually, he, he said what Chewbacca would have been saying in his British accent, like in the big suit to the actors so that they would actually like have something. There actually is like written dialogue. But uh Chewbacca in episode four, five, and six, you know, what originally Star Wars, but then, you know, becomes a new hope uh, right around the time of Empire Strikes Back when it officially becomes episode five. Uh, and Chewbacca in episode six, you know, Chewbacca on Hoth is like one of my favorite images. I love it oh so much. You know, the language of Wookiee, Sherwook, there's so, so many things. Like, Wikipedia is how you get Star Wars facts. It is a Star Wars wiki. And that's just amazing. Yes, it's clever and it sort of has something to do with Wikipedia, but you know, it, it's just amazing. He was such an ambassador. Always, always went to different conventions and actually I've got like a great picture of my oldest kiddo with him and uh, I got to meet him at, at conventions too. The, the last time Star Wars Celebration three years ago, dressed in Chewbacca cosplay and of course I'm just a big nerd like <laughs> I'm a big fan and, and his British accent he's like I, I can see or I can tell <laughs> and I was I was just like man I'm such such a dweeb but you know with a smile and, and sign sign my pictures and oh it was just so great and and I mean in, in his later years he had issues he was super tall you know had reconstructions of his knees and then uh, recently had spinal surgery but uh, yeah, just just an amazing guy. It's just so sad to lose him. Uh, if you if you want, he actually uh, he wrote a, a wrote a couple books, an anti bullying book called My Favorite Giant, uh, also another book called Growing Up Giant, and uh, he he leaves behind a legacy that is just so amazing. Like you can go online and actually see like the tributes from Mark Hamill. Um, the gentlest of giants is what Hamill wrote, and it just broke my heart. A big man with an even bigger heart who never failed to make me smile, and a loyal friend who I loved dearly. I'm grateful for the memories we shared, and I'm a better man for just having known him. Thanks, Pete. And I read that from Mark Hamill, and I was like, oh, it's getting a little dusty in the room, and not because Thanos snapped. You know, and then Harrison Ford, you know, oh, oh, get, out of my, get out of my kitchen, or, you know, whatever growl you want. Everybody does their, their best growly Harrison Ford. I don't, why don't why do I land on a taxiway? I'm in trouble. <laughs> but uh, wrote a statement about, a, a long statement about, about uh, Peter Mayhew. And uh, I, I guess I can look at I've got it right in front of me. Peter Mary was a kind and gentle man, possessed of great dignity and noble character. These aspects of his own personality, plus his wit and grace, he brought to Chewbacca. We were partners in film and friends in life for over 30 years, and I loved him. He invested his soul in the character and brought great pleasure to the Star Wars audience. Chewbacca was an important part of the success of the films we made together. He knew how important the fans of the franchise were to its continued success, and he was devoted to them. I and millions of others will never forget Peter and what he gave us all. My thoughts are with his dear wife Angie and his children. Rest easy, my dear friend. And you can you could repeat that entire thing and look it up and say it in your best uh, Harrison Ford. Rest easy, my dear friend. Now I sound like Admiral Ackbar, who we also lost. Oh, I really am going to start crying. Then you'll get me going with with uh, some Carrie, Carrie Fisher. And there's actually a really great image I put up when Carrie Fisher passed of uh, Chewbacca holding her. And I, I saw that again on my Instagram and was just like, oh my goodness. Man, this is really, really sad. But Peter Mayhew, do yourself a favor. Go back and enjoy what he brought to Star Wars. I mean, he got to, of course, with uh, Junus Sotamo, uh, did Force Awakens. You know, Junus being younger, not seven foot three, but a really, really tall man in his in his own right. 
playing the action parts for Chewbacca just because uh, Peter Mayhew had gone to a, you know a little too long in the tooth, wasn't able to run around like a youngin anymore. But uh, took 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 the time to make sure that Chunas Sotamo like knew what Chewbacca was, and and Chunas just you know following following the lead of this giant of a man in bringing the role to life, and then doing it in the Last Jedi and in uh, Solo, and oh, it's just it's it's amazing when you see Harrison Ford and Chewbacca, we see Han Solo and Chewbacca, when you see Peter and Harrison on the Millennium Falcon, the Chewie, we're home. It is the blue eyes of this amazing, wonderful man. And it's it's just, it's devastating that he's gone. And, and as Joe the Wookiee Riot, someone that really, really just loved him, it, it's it's sad. And I wanted, I wanted to put some words down and just be like, hey, and if you're feeling sad about it, reach out and talk to people. Like, yes, he's just a celebrity. Yes, he is just a character in a show. But if he meant something to you, then that, that means something. And uh, yeah, like reach out enjoy like go back that he was prolific on twitter peter mayhew all all the all the tweets and go go read some of the funny things i remember when he uh they wouldn't let him take his lightsaber cane on an airline and he like activated his twitter legions to to get there and let the wookie win he he got himself onto the airline with his lightsaber cane i'm gonna let the let the older man have his cane jiminy christmas and really don't don't upset a wookie it's never a good idea uh, but I, I, I don't know what else to really say, but just rest in power, Peter Mayhew, somewhere out there in the ether, if you know another fan that you just really meant a lot to, and uh, and we're all fortunate for having him had him in our life, and uh, yeah, like, it just, it stinks, but you move on, but it's, it's May the 4th, and it just got me sort of, like, reminiscing about, like, Star Wars, like, man, it's, Star Wars is just the best, isn't it, you know, it's, it's just so great, like, literally, like, looking in my, my toddler cave as as one of my friends called it but you know i've got comic book posters on the wall but there's lots and lots of chewbacca lots of chewbacca uh and just it's so great and like star wars just permeates and means something you know there's the whole new generation getting into it because of the sequel movies there are all the all the kiddos like my oldest age who got in with the prequel movies whether you think those are good or bad of course peter mayhew go go back and watch you some uh attack of the clones uh or actually not attack of the clones go back and watch revenge of the sith watch watch him go to kashik and see uh see peter mayhew play himself some chewbacca it's great him with yoda <laughs> so good so good but uh you know i i just have loved Love this since uh, since I was little. I don't know how much I've talked about like you know growing up Star Wars, but always something you know lightsabers. You knew what it was. Like I, I'm a child of, of the 1980s, and uh, and it was not uncommon on the playgrounds for kids to be playing Star Wars, and uh, it permeated everything culture. You know what I mean? It was was everywhere, and uh, continues to do so. You know, there there are things you see and you're like, man, that reminds me of Star Wars. And then of course you know. When I was in Boy Scouts, yes, I was a Boy Scout, actually an Eagle Scout, if you're curious. But um, yeah, lots of the lots of the kids who I thought were cool were really, really into that in Star Trek. But I I, I went over to the the Star Wars side and uh, played the Star Wars role playing game and and learned all these little things and got the uh, the the books that of course are legends now. But read the extra books because I wanted to know more and got the got the extra role playing books. I could know about the aliens and the planets and the force powers and uh, even had a character, a, a Wookiee bounty hunter 
that uh, I, I rose through the ranks of crime and, and ended up building my own secret base on Tatooine and uh, a disgraced gladiator because he used his claws, but he, he moved on to show he had honor amongst thieves. And, 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 you know, just anytime you see a Wookiee is so great, but that all, that all comes back to Chewbacca. And, and I just, you know, Star Wars is the best. And then, of course, you know, being, being a teenager, I was 19 when, I guess I mean, I was born in 1980, if you're wondering, but, uh, 19 when the, when the Phantom Menace comes out and just having more Star Wars movies, my, my birthday for, so it would have been like my 22nd birthday on my birthday. I made sure to go see Attack of the Clones by myself in the theater while my ex-wife and who my oldest was like three at the time were at home, went to go see it. That was my birthday present to myself going to see episode two and saw episode three when I was stationed in Japan, me and, uh, another, uh, person, Sean, if you're listening to to. shout out shout out congrats on making chief i didn't i don't know if i told you on the book of faces but uh yeah we uh we made sure we went and got tickets and a whole bunch of people from my my uh my flight medic squadron went to went to go see a, a military showing at our, our local afi theater of uh revenge of the sith and we loved it so hard man we we just enjoyed it and there's so many just different star wars uh, memories that you can just talk about like you know I'm curious like what are what are the things that you love like what what is it about Star Wars drop drop comments if you want on laughitupfuzzball.net on this episode or uh, go on a uh, laugh it up fuzzballs I think I'm actually when I'm done putting this up I'll actually go on there and just say you know Star Wars memories let's go uh, so that that'd be fun I think it'd be really cool to like read everybody's thoughts and hopefully people chime in but this is before i even do it so we'll we'll see how it goes i'll look forward to it uh even today i actually got to take a really cool star wars pictures because it's may the 4th and there's opportunities everywhere and uh i think uh i'm gonna fall asleep watching empire strikes back tonight just because i own the movie and because uh, i think that'd be a really good way see my main man cousin chewbacca doing his thing but Star Wars is, is it's just great. It's just great. And even in this contentious world where you have fanboys like hating on The Last Jedi or whatnot, you know, there's excitement to be found in, in Rise of Skywalker coming out, you know, episode nine. In fact, when I went to go see Endgame with Heather, they had the trailer for it and she hadn't seen it yet. I'm such a bad future husband. Like if she hadn't seen it, I didn't make sure she saw it. And she was just like, Oh, and I'm like, yes, yes, we're going to go see it. Uh, but yeah, it's just Star Wars is great. It is great. And uh, it's, it's something to share with your family. It's really fun. Like, I love, I've got a buddy. His daughter's name is Leia. And uh, I was talking to a guy at work, and, and he actually, he has a son named Anakin. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's wild. Yeah, I've, I've got a son named Ben. And even though he's not named after Obi-Wan per se, I think of it as as Obi-Wan. He's definitely not Ben Solo. He's, he's, uh, he's Ben Kenobi, for sure. But, uh, yeah, just, I don't know. I just wanted, it's May the 4th one to talk a little bit of Star Wars. Nothing crazy. I actually didn't write down any notes. It's just me rambling. Actually, uh, one of my buddies, Sean, recently listened to the podcast. If you're listening, shout out, Sean. Hey, man. But uh, it was just like, oh, you just get on there and you ramble, huh, about stuff? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I guess that is what I do. I just, uh, I ramble about things. But uh, it's been a fun week. I'm happy happy to happy to be the geek that has a podcast on May the 4th and has the ability to just uh, sit here with my, my blue snowball mic. No, it's not a snowball from blue. But that'd be cool if blue could find some snow. I'm sure he would. He's an adventurous type. But uh, with the with the microphone that I use, although I, this summer I might be upgrading. I think I need to get a new microphone. This one, after three years, uh, it's it's had better days. But um, that's neither here nor there. We'll see. We'll see what happens this summer. I've got some ideas for uh, some things for the podcast. We'll see how everything shakes out. 
But I wanted to make sure there was an episode up for May the 4th. Wanted to make sure that I talked about Peter Mayhew. Wanted to make sure that I just rambled a little bit about Star Wars. Told you all about the Endgame spoilers coming in the future. And uh, yeah, I think I successfully did that. And uh, as a bonus, if you're still listening, hey, my original plan to have the CBM Defenders on the tail end of this where me and Danny talk about a movie that a lot of people say is bad and uh, needs defense happens and uh, if you're curious what the movie is it is the 1998 TV movie Nick Fury Age in a Shield starring starring uh, the Baywatch guy uh, Hasselfrau <laughs> David Hasselhoff <laughs> but uh, it's it, it should be a fun uh, defense uh, man I mean you can hear all about it when me and Danny I'll I'll throw it off to them but uh, thanks thanks for stopping by thanks for being classy and uh, I guess there's uh, no more Star Wars talk that really needs to be done uh, I'll I'll just throw it to you past Danny and Wookie. What do you guys have to say about a little movie and a little comic book movie defense of that movie? Take it away, boys. Hello, friends. I am David Hasselfrau. Hasselfrau. And in brightest day, in blackest night, no bad movie, including movies I made, will escape their sight. Let those who fear the evil snarky might, and they should if they've seen this movie, beware my power or their power. Well, the CBM defenders might. Yeah. <laughs> you like my David Hasselhoff? It wasn't cheesy enough. It wasn't cheesy It wasn't overacty enough. Hey, friends. Welcome, hey! welcome to another edition of uh, the CBM Defenders. And joining the ranks of the CBM Defenders is uh, none other than Danny the Deuce. About time. Yeah. About time. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like I've been on the the minor leagues of the defenders for a while. Well, I mean, I'm on the young justice version of the defenders. I think it's just because of uh, school. You haven't yeah. really like been available. Yeah, my life. Sucks. And I guess you finally heard enough episodes with uh, with Blue that you were like, "Why am I not on one of these?" I am tired of you guys shit talking some of my favorite movies. We do not. The whole point of the CBN <laughs> defenders is that we actually point to the positives. You know, we you try. We try. Really There's just hard. some movies that are just really hard to find the positive. There, in. there <laughs> are some movies. And speaking of, uh, for this edition of the CBM Defenders, who shall we defend? Danny decided the movie. He, he actually picked a couple movies, but this is one of them. Yeah, and I he, reached. He deep. brought in a one-eyed monster of a movie. Yeah, dude, I reached deep in the that, vault. Uh, that literally, this one-eyed monster fucked my soul. <laughs> It, it may have been the worst superhero movie I've ever seen in my entire life. We yet, need to hang out more. Yet if this C- is, if, if you think this is the worst, we need to hang out the, more. The, yeah, as a CBM defender, it is my job to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes, sir. The bad and the ugly is important, but also the good. You gotta find of, the good of why, Joe. why you should watch this movie or give it a chance. Are we telling these people to give this movie a chance? Are we up to the task? Are we going to recommend these people? Stay tuned as we cue the The theme song of CBM Defenders. We don't have a theme song. I thought you did. I was just like, oh, are you debuting a theme song? It'll be just like a mic check. Do, 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 do. Mic check. Do, 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 do. CBM Defender. We shall defend the movie. This one's bad. This one's bad. (laughs) 
All right. I thought you were going to hit like a button on your keyboard and I was going to like play a thing. Oh yeah, song. come on dude. How long have you known me doing this podcast? Did you, you think all of a sudden? I've known you long enough to know you're full of surprises. You know, uh, Ryan who has a podcast that's like in its infancy, like 10 episodes already has like crazy like sound effects, like applause yeah. and like he already has a sponsor, he's making money really? and I'm just like, what wow, I'm bad at this I suppose. You need to hit him up for tips. Although other podcasts now like follow me. Oh, so really? I'm like, ooh, I'm just, like, becoming part maybe, of this. Maybe you're that dog whistle of a podcast where podcasters, like, respect you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You're, like, not, not the general audience, but just, well, like. Well, I think maybe just the fact that, like, I have, like, 137 episodes out. And if you look back, there's, like, an episode every week. Yeah. Okay, sometimes it, like, waits till Monday. Mm, but you but, get it out there. But I think, like, I think you have to forgive me because it's, it's tough with all the lifestyle. Your podcasts are, like, periods. Even when they're late, they're, you know, appreciated. Sometimes they're really appreciated yeah. when they're late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Danny. You're welcome. You're welcome. But the movie we are going to defend... I'm holding the DVD case. Not yeah, a Blu-ray. No, not a Blu-ray. The DVD not case. Not a 4K. From one of the writers of Batman Begins. The writer... David S. Goyer, Nick Fury, agent of S-H-I-E-L-D, because there's periods, they made sure the periods were in there, just like my podcast, this movie has periods, Uh, (laughs) uh, we, 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 we watched this movie, (laughs) it happened, we literally just watched the movie, and who stars in this movie, Joe, David Hasselfroud, David Hasselfroud, in the height of his Baywatchiness, I, I'm actually, frankly, surprised after what he did to this Marvel property that they invited him back <laughs> <laughs> to have any any connection. Actually, no, that's not no, fair. He was actually fair. pretty good at it. Yeah, for being David Hasselhoff. He he, David Hasselhoffed all over this movie. I mean, he was in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good at being him. He is. He's he good. is. And he was him all over this. He was. He was. So uh, the way it works, friends, we have to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But we start <laughs> with the bad and the ugly. Yes. Yeah. So we're starting with the bad. Do you want to go first, Danny? It's your movie. You brought it. Oh, this movie was written for the big screen, but filmed for the TV. I mean, okay. Before before we even talk about right. like it being bad, this is a made for television movie. It was a made first for and television. foremost. It was on the sci-fi back when they had the actual sci-fi spelling. Yeah. If you're like. I uh, I missed this movie. Well, you you probably just didn't have sci-fi because back in the day, sci-fi was not a cable channel you cared about having. Like yeah. now, it is. Yeah. Like, Siffy. Yeah. But, but it, back it, in the day, it was like you really had to be into science fiction. It, to that be was even sci-fi. before they were showing just like you know giant gator, giant piranha, giant shark movies. No, just, they, that was they were doing that back then too. Oh yeah. But it was mostly like daytime hours. Is like All Star Gate. Yeah. So it's like from when you got out of school to like 6 p.m. All-Star Gate. Yeah, almost 21 years ago. May 26, 1988. Jesus, uh, But it does say on Fox. So I don't know if this was originally oh, a sci-fi. Was a this fun, was yeah. a, a done for Fox, which Disney owns it now. Uh, Disney does own this it, movie it was re- <laughs> Literally a movie so bad that they waited 10 <laughs> years before it was released on DVD. It was released in 2008. So they, uh, they, oh, that makes sense. They let the critical uh, memory of this movie uh, try to fizzle. Yeah, but um, you know, directed by Rod Hardy, um, written by David Goyer. That's why he added the S to his name. Maybe to get away from this. Yeah. What other movies did David Goyer you, write? You looked up all of his stuff. Yeah, so he Batman did. Batman Begins. He did all the Batman, tri- the Nolan Batman trilogy, the Blade movies, the Blade movies. Uh, what else he do? He do the Ban of Steel. BVS, well, that kind of explains. The, I can see the connection between this movie and Man, 
Ghost Rider, yeah. Spirit of Vengeance. He did. Yeah, and those are the only really good movies. But he is responsible for creating shows like Constantine, the Blade TV show. So, yeah, he's pretty accredited writer for writing some of the most highly loved movies. As I mean, Batman, <coughs> Batman Begins and Blade and Blade when I, Two. When I think of David Goyer, I remember way back in like May 2014 when he had this entire theory that She-Hulk was just like created to be like the perfect partner to Hulk. And then Stanley was like mad at him and called him a nut. And uh, and Stanley didn't even mention like it's his cousin, you sick fuck. Yeah, but, like you know, didn't say anything of that. But then like Lee apologized for calling him a nut. And then because uh, he's a good guy. And then and Goyer was like, okay, maybe maybe I went too far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe in Goyer's imagination that, well, I mean, Millar thought the same thing because in Old Man Logan, he, uh, yeah, she I mean, hugged, buried his inbred children. But I mean, literally, if you're like looking through his filmography, he starts off sort of weird with like Demonic Toys, Pet Cemetery 2, Puppet Masters, The Crow City of Angels. Yep, the sequel to The Crow. Yeah, uh, Dark City, which was okay. Yeah, Blade but... was like the first movie like on his filmography where I'm like, oh, okay. okay. But then he does Mission to Mars, Zigzag. Blade 2, which was Blade, good. Another one. Freddy, Freddy v. v. Jason. I, I love Freddy. that movie. Very, very much. Blade Trinity. Actually, I could I like defend Red, that. That'll uh, be on CBM Defender someday. That's a good one. I like, I like Begins, Blade Trinity. Uh, the first Ghost Rider. Jumper, which was fun. <laughs> Dark Knight. Uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. So, I mean, yeah. Dark Knight Rises, Man of Steel. BBS. Birth of a Nation, which I didn't see. And then, uh, yeah, he's got the Masters of the Universe movie coming, coming out. Up, yeah. yeah. So, he's, he's got hit or misses. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he's like a home run hitter. He either strikes out or cranks it out. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, interestingly, on the Wikipedia page where I looked up all of his stuff, nowhere does it mention Nick Fury, Agent of Shield. Oh, <laughs> which is, come on, which is the best part. He's like, please, please, just don't have that. <laughs> I needed the rent. I needed the rent. Money. I mean, in his defense, most of the time he is connected to DC properties. True. This, uh, this is his. Uh, this is his. Uh, Diving in, but David Hasselhoff is Nick Fury. Yes, he with is with the eye patch. And uh, for everybody who's used to Sam Jackson, Nick Fury, if you go back in the comics, you may be surprised before you get to the Ultimate Universe. And Nick Fury was used to be a white dude, white dude, and uh, and he used to smoke a lot. Yeah, and as far cigars. as looks go, well, we're not doing the good yet. We're doing the oh, bad we're doing bad, and ugly. Um, all right, then let's all right, talking about looks. Man, did that guy have some chins. Yeah, yeah, when they first had, showed him. He, he had, had a, a baker's dozen under there. He had a lot of chins. Yeah. You may have thought that you wandered down a uh, street in Chinatown where people's names <laughs> were on the doors. You may have thought so. Actually, we could say the old bad joke of more chins than a Chinese, Chinese phone book. Because yeah. they do mention a phone book yeah. in reference to Hydra. Yeah, because this movie was written in the, I guess, mid-90s now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's phone book references. And Are you kids? Andrew Von Strike Strucker Viper, the daughter yeah. of uh, Baron Von Strucker. Baron Von Strucker. Wow, wow! Did she? Are we talking make... about the good? Or we're, we're talking about acting? Badly. We're she... talking about reaching? Yeah, there's some acting. Yeah, there. there's some good acting in this. Some really, really. There's some choices that made by actors that just go way over the top. Yeah, uh, they they really. Man, there was some. Uh... <laughs> there were some acting choices. Yeah, she was chewing that scenery. It uh, it is cheesy as fuck. <laughs> it's I so mean, bad. and like even for like TV movies, uh, yeah, and like the fact that like the guy that plays uh 
Dum Dum Dugan, who's one of Danny's favorite characters. He is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, it was it was definitely yeah. that guy. And we, yeah. and we didn't even know until like towards the beginning if he was like Dugan. Yeah, Danny was like, is that supposed to be fucking Dugan? Because they never called him Dum Dum. They called him Timothy. Yeah. Yeah. They uh they definitely they definitely I'm surprised they didn't call him Alu Aluicious. Alu <laughs> Oh man. Aluicious <laughs> Um the 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 the, the cloud phaser, the cloud phaser, the helicarrier, so the, well, the quinjet. The, the quinjet was uh, not so great, but it did look better than that janky helicarrier. What? What? It sort of like it literally looked like it could land and like stand like a giant metal spider, like on it did land. Look like, yeah. Oops. Yes. It was, yeah. but it, it looked like an aircraft carrier attached to four blow dryers. Yeah, it really looked. Honestly, we we said it while we were watching the movie that a lot of the designs looked like they actually went to people that designed these sort of things and said, "How would this make sense and actually work in the real world?" Yeah. And the truth is, if you actually made these things, they would look dumb. Yeah. Which is why we don't do these things. They probably use too <laughs> much energy. But, uh, and we can't have things that look dumb because yeah. we got a reputation. Yeah, we have to look cool. Um, and there, there are some one-liners. What is it like when when uh, Nick Fury is like, "Truth is beauty, and beauty, beauty is, is truth. truth." And the character's like, is, "Is that part of the code?" He's like, "No, no. it's really felt like saying." It. <laughs> 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 yeah, like the lines were so bad. There's one point where like they're looking for the abort codes, and I wouldn't have been surprised if the character was like, "No." I don't believe in abortion. <laughs> but it wasn't in there. No, it wasn't but Danny agreed my line was better. Your line would have made that movie substantially. Yeah. And it started off. Hey, she's halfway to China right now. Yeah. <laughs> but she just left. Oh, man. But the movie started off with Nick Fury taking an axe pick to a cement wall for no reason hey, whatsoever. That worked in Punisher Season 1, friend. Did it? It did. did it, it did actually work. Did, uh, yeah. It didn't work here. Yeah, in the Punisher TV show on Netflix. It yeah, worked. No, yeah, yeah, he was, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was getting away. Yeah. This no, one, not so much. Not, 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 this not, not so, so much. much. Uh, there, there is a lot of canon stuff in it. We're still going bad and ugly. Yeah, Dude, friends, the movie's just bad. Yeah, the entire movie. The entire movie is bad. Uh what else? The, some of the makeup. Like, uh, Baron Von Strucker, what was that? I was like, that's kind of ugly you don't come back from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one-liners. Yeah. This movie's full of them. Um, there's, like, uh, what, there's, like, deadly gas going on. And, uh, <laughs> and they're, they're wearing gas masks, but one of the guys, like, takes What's off his gas mask just to say his line. And they never say who that guy was. Clay, no. No. And how he was connected How he's related. Clay. In fact, there's, like, a, a line later that the his love interest might have left him for Clay. Yeah. But then he cares about him? I don't know. I don't know. That was weird. Yeah. 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 But anyways, and so everyone's where... dying around him with his poisonous gas, and he takes off his gas mask, and he's still breathing. Yeah. He's still good. And, and then the the Lady Von Strucker takes off her mask, too. And yeah. she's fine, too. And she's fine. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the albino Nosferatu Hydra. It was an army. Yeah, yeah. Or, a whole bunch or the, of them. Or the pantyhose-headed <sighs> Hydra soldiers. I don't know why. Yeah. Why? Those, were, those were choices. And everybody seemed to have asthma yeah. in this movie. Everybody breathes really, really hard. Really hard. Yeah, the director was working them really hard. <laughs> they were exhausted. Well, everything was so serious and emotional that everyone just... Was hyperventilating the yeah, entire time. They were exhausted. God, isn't this movie great? We'll get to the good of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nick Nick Fury's retired, but he gets called back in when uh, Baron Von Strucker's kids steal his body so that they can make the Death Heads virus. 
And Arnim, Arnim Zola, which has absolutely nothing to do with any of the comic book history other than being Arnim Zola. Because he would be in the robot. His head would be in the screen. Like, that's like his classic. Yeah. Not like old wrinkly man with the oxygen yeah. mask. But he maybe they were working on the sequel. And, well, and he could have came back as television head, talking head, Zola. It's obvi- I mean, we could talk about Dum Dum Dugan not wearing a bowler hat, not having red hair, not having a mustache. Well, he had red hair. Yeah. He just didn't have the mustache. Yeah. Um, or the bowler hat. What else? But, oh yeah, we're talking about bad. Uh, the leather outfits with the armpit zippers. Oh, armpit zippers and the weird crotch walk that he was doing. That I guess it was too tight in the crotchal region. Yeah. He was doing like lot, some weird bow-legged stance. Lots of differences from the comic. Um, what what else? Uh, I don't know. I think this is actually based on a comic. Yeah, this is based on... Oh, yeah. like the story? Yeah, the story is actually based on a comic. Uh, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, he did have his comic, like a series for like the longest time. But, I don't know, this particular one involving... I mean, Gas being shot in Manhattan. And... I did look up some of the reception, and people actually like praised David Hasselhoff for like his his uh, portrayal on Nick Fury. Hmm. But then they had questions about the execution and dialogue of the movie. Yes, and dialogue uh, was very. I, I agree with those latter two, and then I'm confused by the first one. <laughs> I mean, he was David Hasselhoff. He I was guess. David. He Hasselhoff. was exactly exactly what I expected. Uh, what is it? Here's I mean, one review. A schlocky throwaway TV movie with some fantastically tongue-in-cheek quotable lines. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, but it says, but in all honesty, the film is dated like only a bad TV movie, TV movie shot in Vancouver in the late 90s. It was Vancouver! Be. Yeah. So maybe they shot that scene in the Arrow. Yeah. That doc scene. Yeah. Well, I think the reason you own this is because uh, September 2018, it became a Best Buy exclusive. No. Yeah. No, I own this because I used to work at Hollywood Video, and it came into our shelves, and I was just like, yes, I will buy this. That's so funny. Kids, uh, for those who don't know what Hollywood Video is, it used to be a, TV, a rental, video rental place. Yeah, that Blockbuster put out of business, and then and the Netflix, out of business Actually, Netflix, Netflix put us out of business. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were a dying, dying breed. I mean, I probably spent $10 a month at Hollywood Video, so yeah. like... And Netflix, yeah. Yeah. I can see it. And Netflix started off with like being able to just like rent the movies and have them sent to you. Yep. And whatever you wanted, and you didn't have to fight everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. You got what you got, and you got it when you wanted. And we either had it in stock or you don't. You kick rocks. So, is there other bads you want to talk about? I don't want to beat this movie too bad across it's, the it's face. It's all... It's all bad. I mean, yeah. It's just... It's bad. But it's bad in a good way. Alright, so we're... The, they so even had the token Asian guy... Although he didn't, he didn't get to fight. He didn't do any fight. Yeah, I wonder if they cut it. I thought the Asian guy showed up just for some awesome Kung Fu. Yeah, because he was like, from nowhere all, else. All he did was repel. But uh, positives. There, there is a bit more diversity in this film than you would expect from Ahead a 90s of this time. time. Yeah. 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 He had a lead surgeon that was African-American. Yeah, Gabe Jones playing yeah. the uh, African-American scientist, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That's pretty cool. Uh, and actually a much better actor than this, uh, than this he was film. Too, he was too good for this movie. He was. He actually brought it up a notch. Yeah, he On, he on did. screen. He came up on screen and started acting. You're like, you know what? I'm kind of interested right now in this movie. And although um, <coughs> although I didn't think that uh, Dum Dum Dugan was a good representation of Dum Dum Dugan, I do think that uh, Gary Chalk did a good job. He did was a fine great job actor. He, as an actor in the He film. acted. Yeah, again, I thought, I thought he acting. did a good job acting in that. Um, 
What else? Uh, Good use of the LMDs. Yeah, yeah. LMDs for sure. They I were thought, in there. I thought they did a good use of uh, using uh, Nick Fury kind of lore and characters. So they had a lot of the major players. Some they did. Talent Commandos. Some love interests. Yeah. but uh, I mean, they didn't focus on the love interests other than like sexy time with uh, Kissing Viper Lady. And it wasn't even that sexy. They were just she like, was wearing fishnets. She was wearing fishnets. And then like... In the 90s, that'd be enough to get my teenage self excited. Like, ooh, fishnets. It probably ooh. didn't take much to get your teenage self excited. Yeah, probably not. No. Yeah. Yeah. Simpler times. Maybe some like scratch and sniff Snickers. Scratch and sniff Snickers. Yeah, nom nom nom. I know what it tastes like, but I want to sniff it anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, we we laughed a lot while we watched the movie. I think this was a group movie. Yeah, watch it with a friend. Watch it with friends. And be prepared to laugh at the ridiculousness of it. Yes. Like, prepare yourself for like what it is. And it's a TV movie, so you can't like judge it against like a cinematic movie you just have to be like it's a tv movie it has so. awkward cuts because yeah. it is commercial cuts oh definitely commercial cuts it has like lots of commercial explosion cuts. and cut to commercial. commercial yeah yeah and come back and be like where's fury so yeah but, but overall i i mean i enjoyed it i uh never want to see it again in my life no you're not going to get these two hours back of your life oh that's fine I it's fine sucked them out of your soul we knew it was going to happen yeah but uh yeah so it was it was fine it was okay. Again, I like it. Yeah. I might watch it again. Well, you own it, so you better... I might watch you, it again. You better be willing to watch it again, but I will might you watch, watch it again by yourself? Yeah. I've watched it several times by myself already. Oh, wow. Like, dedicated, just watching it, or were yeah. you doing other things? Nope. Just nothing else going on besides watching this movie. Wow. Yeah. That is... That I, is like, I like terrible movies, sir. That is dedication. Um, I probably have another horrible Marvel movie dug around somewhere that I have to dig out. Yeah. I think I might have the original Doctor Strange TV movie oh, from like God. the 70s somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a dedication. Bad. Yeah, that's bad. You don't even know it's Doctor Strange until like halfway through the movie. I've, I've heard about a movie, but they don't call him Doctor Strange. He has like a different name. Yeah, it's like Strange. I think it's just called Strange. Yeah, I yeah. think I heard uh, on a podcast someone talking about it. But do you have other stuff to say about the Nick Fury uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. movie? Um, For the most part, I like it. Yeah. I think they do a good job of bringing in like Nick Fury's side characters and building the world. Um, yeah, it just wasn't well directed. <laughs> I mean, this movie... It was a TV movie, but at the same time, it's just like, ugh. This is even previous uh, previous Spider-Man. Yeah, this is pre-X-Men, pre-Spider-Man. Um, yeah, and you know you know, this is not... not uh, current MCU timeline Fury because everybody calls him Nicholas. Yes, <laughs> no one calls him Fury. So, him or Nicholas. maybe everybody was scrolls. Bro, fuck you. Don't start. Don't <laughs> everybody start with that scroll. was scrolls. Oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to have my mind blown that. Ah, no scrolls. <laughs> Keep your scrolls to yourself. Uh, um, what? What else? I I just you know it is. It is what it is. It's a cheesy late '90s TV movie. It is. It is. All of those things, and uh, it is forgiven for because because of a lot of those things. The use of the same set multiple times, yeah, with different decor. They did, they did. They used the same railway uh, scene area for uh, the Hydra base and for uh, Nick Fury's Nick's base. hiding place. Oh, we did find uh like it makes me want to go watch Winter Soldier, but like the place where Fury 
is hiding in Winter Soldier later on. Looks bears, almost, bears yeah. a striking resemblance to where Hasselhoff is, yeah. the Hoff at the very beginning. I wonder if this is one of the most popular movies of Germany. Because you know the Germans oh, love, love the Hoff. Or has he had to hide this from the Germans because how badly the Germans are represented in the movie. They're not represented that horribly. Yeah. Except yeah. for like that weird incestual part at the end. Yeah, the Viper has lots of costume changes. Sometimes, yes. sometimes very. Uh, that's why I call them albino Nosferatu because yeah. of how she looks at the very beginning. Um, she does dress like a vampire, like a couple sometimes. times. And then yeah, there's some. She like like feels sexual stimulation when she shoots people or when she's around her dad. Yeah, and it's awkward. Yeah, it's not comfortable. Yeah, it's laughable till it's not. And the technology is kind of late nineties. Yeah. Yeah, big big boom TVs. Yeah, yeah. It uh, and the the special effects. There there are a couple shots where you're like, hey, now for the 1990s, this is okay. But for the most part, actually, there's a scene where the the Hydra LMD. I don't know why Hydra had one. But yeah, where where you're like disintegrate. Disintegrate. I was like, that was actually really well done. I think that's where they spent most of the budgets on an exploding robot. Yeah, and apparently, like, I, this movie almost <laughs> never even happened. So, I believe it. It looks like it almost never happened. Yeah. So, it watches like it almost never happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not all bad. It's just, just kind of a movie. It's a fun, fun romp. That exists, and uh, I'm sure there are some people that became familiar with Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, back in those days, you know? I just feel like... Fox had David Hasselhoff on contract for like a movie and like we don't know what to put him in and then someone's like he kind of looks like Nick Fury and they're like fuck it let's give him a movie where he's Nick Fury yeah and it's just like a movie dedicated to Hoff playing Nick Fury cosplay yeah I mean well he I mean he was such a huge star because of Knight Rider and Baywatch and, Baywatch. and this is like post Baywatch like right I think right when it ended around that time so he was still coming off the high heat of Baywatch. You know, and Lisa Rinna from Melrose Place coming in. Yeah, she was good, actually. Yeah, Sandra Hess from Mortal Kombat. So, you know, they, they, they were like, okay, we're going to put some people in there that people like. And it's going to be straight to Fox, so people are going to enjoy it. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then the fight scenes were limited enough to not notice how terrible the choreography was. But enough for it to be an action movie. What are you looking for? I have that Generation X movie. Okay. That, <laughs> you have to was, point at the screen. You can I, talk about it later. That, was, that, was, that one was trash. Okay. Apparently, uh, David Goyer wrote this and then like totally like disengaged from it. Like was no, not involved yeah, whatsoever. I, yeah, this is not his best work. But then again, you know, neither is, you know, Donna Justice. True. True. Yeah. All right. Actually, I, I think I like this more than Donna Justice. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't be sick. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think this is better than... Then BBS. Don't be silly. Nope. Honest opinion. I'll fight uh, you for it. Okay, you'll be wrong, but you'll be fine. Hey, this one had, you know... Opinions are subjective, and you're entitled to them, even <laughs> when they're not true and right. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nick Fury has an eye patch. It's and a weird plastic eye that worked doubles that as a... That explodes doors. Heck yeah. And uh, LMD and... Uh, and he's got charisma and pheromones that attract the opposite sex. Yeah. And um, and weird science where people have to walk around in hazmat suits except Nick Fury. Yeah. Cause, yeah. And, and I mean, I have actually seen an interview with Hasselhoff where he was like, well, you know, organically, 
I was more Nick Fury than Sam Jackson, which is racist, Hasselhoff. That is kind Very of racist. Racist. Spent too much time in Germany. Yeah, and yes, you had a cigar in your mouth, but it was way too small. Should have been a big old Cuban. And then when you finally well, got a Cuban, you quit. You quit. Uh, you know, maybe he was rocking with what he had. Yeah, so. Because I think if Sam Jackson smoked cigar, it would be a nice big black one. Yeah, and uh, the movie did end as if they, they potentially wanted to make more. I think this would might have been one of those like TV movies that was kind of like a pilot for a show. Yeah. And yeah, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> because it did finish with a... Yeah. What's a, what are we going to a lead-in to some... Left it open it's for a, a pilot, sequel? Yeah, or yeah. What? I don't know. Like, it... it they had potential, but then maybe they realized that the sexual chemistry between the father and the daughter was not okay Too much. for the 90s. And there was no sexual chemistry between Nick Fury and Lisa Remney. But it works out okay, because uh, Hasselhoff gets to be the hero of Star-Lord. Yeah. Well, and, he's, uh, he's Star-Lord's dad. Yeah. For what he tells people. <laughs> and, it, and it all's well that ends well. So, yeah. That's uh, uh, Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's a, what it is. A movie that almost broke the CBM Defenders. Almost. It's so almost. close. Hello, yeah. So, yeah. Maybe that's my challenge, is to find the movie that is so... You know what? Maybe Generation X. I should bring that in. Cause that, I, don't, I don't think I've ever finished it so bad. Oh, wow. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know how many like super bad <laughs> 80s films I can take in one sitting. Well, this is late 90s. Yeah. Right, we'll get to the 80s later. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that's it. I don't Masters know if this is a bonus ode or just something that's popping up uh, later Who when knows? I need uh, need a filler. And uh, yeah, there we go. CBM Defenders take on the One-Eyed Monster. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, check it out. I, I, I'm sure it's probably online free somewhere. And if you feel, get a group together and feel the fury. Feel the fury. Feel the fury. Feel the fury. You can uh, you can touch the One-Eyed Monster once. You can touch it twice, but if you touch it three times, you're playing with you're yourself. Playing, you're playing with fire, yep. Yeah. You're playing yes. with fury. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Careful with your fury. Because <laughs> if you if it, if it goes off too soon, you might need an eye patch. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Ooh. And no no German sexually sex, sex vampires by shooting at her father will save you. With her weird With her albino Nosferatu and, and pantyhose face. Hydra soldiers. Yeah, no, I don't know. Was it supposed to be faceless? Wearing like I, weird aqua blue SS outfits? I don't know. I don't that know. Hydra table was the best part of that Hydra, movie. I want that Hydra table. That round and Hydra the, table. You know, the, the set design. Some of the set design was It was actually good. pretty brilliant. Yeah, it was. Like it was weird steampunk German Nazi yeah, the, laboratories. Some, some of the set design was actually totally worth The watching. Hydra flags were pretty legit. Yeah. That Hydra table. Yeah. That was fucking nice. Yeah, the shield, the, the shield, shield logo the wasn't the best. No, the yeah, Hel- but yeah. yeah, but the Helicarriers did have windshield wipers. No, they did. With this crazy <laughs> attention to detail. And that one scene where they went out on the balcony and the windows had windshield wipers. wipers. Yep. Oh. While you're in a sky fortress, because oh. you never know when clouds get moist. <laughs> when you're not phasing through. When the when you're not in a Quinjet phasing through clouds. Oh. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. So the CGI was so bad. When they were post, was it post production? The the Quinjets through the clouds, the cloud, the Quinjet just disappeared through the clouds. Like there was no, yeah, yeah, there was, there was no, 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 it was bad. Yeah, was and no, that clock yeah. that was like literally just the number that flips. No yeah. seconds, no, no nothing. Nope. Yeah, 
It's okay, but I when they got into Arnim Zola's brain and there was all the like New York City on fire. That's yeah, that cool. was a cool shot. Yeah. yeah, I like those shots. And shout out to the Twin Towers in a movie. Because the yeah. movie came out in 98. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So and they definitely. left it in. They kept Just it in. four rockets pointing at the Twin Towers over and over and over in a movie. Yep. You'll never see that yeah, again, yeah. friends. Nope. So if you want to go back and see when it was still okay to point rockets at the Twin Towers. How people identified New York. Yeah. Oh, one good thing about this movie. That Vancouver looks just like New York? No. <laughs> Is that this movie started off with a trailer... For fantastic, yes. fantastic I was, I was actually going to finish off with the best thing about this movie was uh, your Hollywood video copy having a trailer for Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. This isn't a Hollywood video copy. This is legit Fox Studios copy. Oh, okay. Legit Fox Studios copy. <laughs> there was an amazing trailer for Fantastic Four but Rise of the Silver Surfer. that was the trailer. Surfer. Oh, that trailer was good. And it made me want to watch that movie knowing... How terrible that movie is. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll throw that up on Laugh It Up Fuzzballs and just be like, hey, check it out, friends. Yeah, this yeah. is the movie we should have gotten. Yeah. And it's just that trailer. <laughs> I don't hate that movie as much as you. I, I, I need to do good. a CBM Defenders about the two Fantastic Four movies. Actually, the three Fantastic Four movies. Although I don't know how I could defend that third one. But we'll see. I'll, I try. We'll I, see. I didn't hate it as much as everyone else, but I also didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, this wraps up. You know, brightest day... In uh, what are we? Well, I blackest think, I think night. This is, I think this is a record. Although it's like whitest night, right? Because it's a uh, Nick Fury, white Nick Fury, oh, whitewash, and blackest day and whitest night. I don't know. We should do uh, that. Yeah. 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 Uh, no bad movie escapes our sight, including television movies. Including. Uh, let those who fear the evil snarky nerds might, which I don't, because I really don't give two shits about what they say. Yeah. Yeah. Thing usually. Wrong. And thankfully, I'm not popular enough that they hate me yet. Uh, yes. Beware our power, the CBM Defenders might. Yes. Yes. Another edition in the books, which will hit your ear holes at some point. I know not when. But you'll wow, get that it. that sounds fancy. I know not when. I don't even think those are real words. That's yeah. experience. Truth is love. Love and is love true. And love is truth. truth. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Oh, and Kevin Kiner. We didn't even mention Kevin Kiner. Oh! Yeah. yeah. Here's but, another good thing about this movie. Yeah, the amazing uh, background musical guy from uh, from uh, Clone Wars and, and you, from Rebels. So this movie shows that some of the best people out there has to start somewhere. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a walk. It's not a run. Like Napoleon, everyone has a Waterloo. Oh, But you don't start with the Waterloo. Eh, towards the beginning, I suppose. Yeah, yeah everyone has a Waterloo. It's a learning curve. You, yeah. you got to start somewhere. But then... Bill and Ted show up in the background, and you get to go to the real Waterloo, and it's a good time. All I can think is ABBA. Why ABBA? Because they have a song called Waterloo. Oh, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. Whoa, 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 CBM Defenders almost over now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, we don't have anything more to say. I got nothing more to say uh, about so, this. Yeah, watch it or don't. If you're friends with Danny, Watch it. he owns it. You could borrow it for free. You know, if people want to do a screening, I'm, <laughs> I'm down to host. Just saying. Okay. There yeah. you go. There you go. That's the ultimate good. You can meet the Danny. Meet the Danny. All right. Yeah. We'll catch you later, friends. Deuces. I've been the same. I've been the same. I have feelings for my Faja. <laughs> Faja? For my Faja. <laughs> Faja, my frozen missiles are pointed at the Twin Towers. Oh, oh I only I have one missile you need to worry about. You one-eyed, one-eyed monster. <laughs> you one-eyed monster. 
Oh yeah, uh, oh Nick Fury. Uh, I sucked the blood out of that vampire. We won't talk about how he got the eye patch. Alright, Well, let me tell you, those guys are a piece of work. But hopefully, uh, you enjoyed that uh, that that bonus comic book movie defense of uh, of of the Nick Fury movie. And uh, and the bad German accents and all of the shenanigans of of me and Danny recording. Like I said in the beginning, happy May the 4th. Uh, Hopefully on Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, you'll share your uh, Star Wars memories or thoughts about Chewbacca. And uh, just may the 4th be with you. And uh, since this is going up really late, it's almost the 5th. So it's almost Revenge of the 5th. And uh, yeah, just just thanks for being uh, being all of you. You know the drill. LaughItUpFuzzball.net is the host of the website. You can find it all on Apple Podcasts and all anywhere the the pods are taken, and maybe some some new places in the future. I got some ideas once I don't have grad school craziness. Uh, one more week of that, and then I don't have any excuse. Then we'll see what excuse I find for the for the craziness. Hopefully, lots of guest episodes. I do want to get some new people on the cast that I've talked to. You know, James, if you're listening. Uh, Anybody, anybody, if you're listening and you know me and you have a way to reach out to me, just talk. I want to get my friend uh, Kelly Small on and my buddy Nick and then uh, Matt Kay and lots and lots of friends. I just want to get lots of people just talking geek. Getting geeky. Getting geeky with me. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Wookie Riot. Uh, I don't, I do more Instagram than I do the Twits. But uh, yeah, you can go ahead and follow me there. It looks like we got some new some new blood to the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group. You just asked to be on that Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, and we say yes. I will say recently we had a couple people like post up like advertisement stuff. Not the group for that, friends. Uh, if you just want to like talk about whatever it is, uh, that's cool. But when you join, like just just join. We don't need to see pictures or anything of you. We just need to talk geeky about about whatever geeky goodness is in the world. Um, but you know, that's my job as a moderator on and Danny and blue are also moderators. So we'll, we'll all figure it out, but, uh, you can go and laugh at a fuzzballs and do all the good stuff. Uh, next week we probably should, uh, should have some news and uh, some TV reviews and, or, or maybe I just finally will get around to talking about a bunch of comics. The stack grows, it grows and grows and grows. And actually I'm finishing up comics that I have to return to my college library. So I definitely should probably talk about those. Um, but yeah, we didn't we didn't spoil anything. We didn't we didn't spoil Endgame. We didn't spoil Thrones. Uh, we just talked, or I just talked some Star Wars, and then you got to hear me and Danny be goofy and talk about a movie you may have never seen, but you probably should if you want to see how bad it is. But also, why were these guys defending it? I don't know. It's David Hasselfrau, David Hasselfrau. But uh, friends, I just appreciate you being you for being part of the podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for being classy. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. I am one with the force. And the force is with me. Uh, I and you know what? Just thanks. Thanks for, thank you for being a listener and liking the Star Wars. Gonna outro with Star Wars, cause I introed with Star Wars, but I'm done singing now. TTFN friends, Wookie out.